Hi guys, welcome back to Girls in Biz. This is what our fifth, fifth episode. I think fifth. I've lost track. I want to say fifth. We've lost track already. We've only just started, really. Um, but yeah, this is our fifth episode. If you're new here, me and Georgia both have our own marketing companies, and we're just sharing knowledge to help anyone that wants to start their own company or already has their own company and. It's a lonely place when you're running your own company. So we're here to keep you company. Um, but yeah, sometimes we'll have guests on, which maybe, maybe we've got today. Today maybe, maybe one of those days. It, it, it might be today. It might not be today. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, How has your week been, Georgia? It's been like a weird week. Basically, I took like 10 days off. It was kind of impromptu. Basically, I was meant to go sailing. The weather kind of ruined my plans. But anyway, it was a bit last minute. So I was like, I can't like abandon all my clients last minute and just be like, bye guys, taking a holiday. So I was like, okay, I'll try and like take some time off. But also like, I'll do the like necessary bits like obviously like posting stories and bit of engagement and that sort of thing but I was like I don't want to be like basically on holiday and like sitting there full-on working all day every day one because I need a break and I don't take time off two that's really difficult when you're sailing because half the time you don't have any signal even when I was like in marinas there was no signal I went to Brighton, Portsmouth, Chichester, maybe somewhere else I can't remember none of these places had any signal really not in Brighton no and I was just like I think Brighton was the best out of everywhere I don't know what it was I don't know if it's because the weather was so crap but yeah it, it was not was. fun um anyway I was meant to go to Dorset it was too windy and grim we turned back home didn't go the full way but being totally honest, I feel like I felt more anxious after taking time off, which I don't really know why. Like, I think it's just because I then kind of like had that like out of control feeling of like, oh, I haven't been working and you just. You get know. worried about what your clients think and if they've got anything yeah. to say. You don't know what you're going to come back to. You don't know. Yeah. I think it is just imposter syndrome. See, I haven't taken time off. I don't know when the last time I took. I probably have like the occasional day, two days off, which is just the weekend. Um, but like going away on holiday, whenever I've gone away, I've just carried on working. Mm, so many actually, I've got a long weekend coming up where I'm going to Amsterdam. I'm not going to be working, and I've got France straight after that. Probably won't work. Might work a little bit, but not much. Sometimes it feels like it's more stress than it's worth because you, if you do want to take the time off, you have to plan it. Sometimes, like in our position, you often have to do like double the amount of work before you go just to make it possible, unless you have like a really good team set up and you can kind of manage it that way. Sometimes it seems like too overwhelming to want to have to plan the time off than it, like, than the relaxation you would get from actually doing it yeah yeah no I get what you mean but overall did you have a nice time away 
It was good. It was quite rainy and not. I'll be honest, like, the vibes. videos of like the boat on the waves gave me a bit of anxiety. Yeah, so story about that. I don't know if I can't remember if I shared that on Instagram. Basically, the boat was like really tipping over. I don't know if anyone knows anything about sailing, but basically when you sail the wind, when you're going like quite fast, the wind basically makes you like really like tip on your side, which feels scary and it makes me feel like we're gonna capsize and gave me major anxiety anyway my like main distraction when I'm out at sea is like to look for dolphins like I feel like such a child but like my goal is always like right look for dolphins that is your job that'll keep you busy and then I eventually saw these dolphins and we were literally tipped like this and I was like hanging on to my phone and I was like trying to film these dolphins and we were tipping and it felt like felt like I was like capsizing and it was the end of the world and all I was trying to do was just film these dolphins I'm like but the dolphins were literally like hanging on I think at that point I was actually like strapped onto the boat I had like this little like cable and I was like I was wearing a harness well I was wearing like a life jacket and you can like clip yourself to the boat so like oh okay if you fell you wouldn't fall into the sea and I'm like you're strapped in just filming these dolphins and I even after that I didn't even get a good video of them so it wasn't even worth it the content wasn't even worth it it wasn't in the end but risked my life for the dolphin videos so really, rather than like a life or death situation, it was actually like a content or death situation and you chose, no, content or life, content or life situation and you chose content. <laughs> I feel like that's the social media manager life. It's like content <laughs> or life. Your whole life revolves around content. Literally. I was going to try and get some, so I told you a little bit earlier, but I thought I'd leave it until the podcast I was going to try and get some content of this earlier because I had a extremely traumatic experience on a bus. Right, yeah, I'm waiting on for bus. this story because you've made me wait for it and now I feel like I need to hear it. I don't usually get on a bus, I just want to point this out. My car, I got in an accident at the beginning of the year with a deer, which was, that was traumatic enough. And I'm only just finally getting it fixed because uh, I really don't care. But it's getting fixed now, so I had to drive it there and I had to get a bus back. Minding my own business on the bus, just like on my phone. And then a group of young people come on. I'm saying young people, as if I'm old. How old were they? They were probably like 17. They must have been kind of like They're like teenagers. Well, yeah, kind of like teenagers, but I mean, with what I'm about to say, you can probably try and figure out what their age was. So just sitting there, there's a guy that comes and sits next to me. That's fine. I don't mind. I'm just sitting there on my phone. I don't care. And then someone calls him. I mean, he's with his friends anywhere. They're all shouting and whatnot. The old people at the front are getting annoyed at shouting at them. And he gets on this phone call and he was like, yeah, I'm just on my way to court now. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. He was like, oh, yeah, for when I stabbed that whatever his name was, the other week. And just the other assault charges I've got. And I'm like, so I'm sitting next to a bloke who's just stabbed someone and has other assault charges on the bus. So I'm like, okay, fantastic. Bus journey carries on. And 
we stop at a bus stop and he sees someone outside which he doesn't like so he threatens to stab him i'm little me just sitting there minding (laughs) my own business why is this man well this boy why is he trying to stab everyone and i just want to point out i'm up against the window he's going further than what i am so at one point i'm having to get up and say like can you move i need to get off i'm like god do i just carry on going so i don't have to say anything to him because am i gonna get stabbed by like asking him to do something it was actually a dilemma i was having and i think it was quite traumatic it's but funny I did... like it's not funny but it just sounds like such a classic like british scenario like you're on the bus there's the old people complaining at the front there's all the teenagers come on it just sounds like so stereotypical i mean if anyone who's listening knows new haven these are where these kids came on the bus and that says a lot you know (laughs) yeah if you know new haven then you know um so i was you know why the house prices are cheapest in the yeah <laughs> so that was my near-death experience for the day he didn't try and hurt me but that, that was my near-death experience i was very traumatized by it rest of my week was fine though i had another psychic reading i have a psychic reading i, don't I think know i'd be scared done. that they're gonna tell me something life-changing well, this lady that I went to did love a conspiracy theory and she did kind of scare me a little. <laughs> Nothing that she said was like terrifying about what about me in particular. Mm. She just says that she sees a blackout, like a internet blackout. Yeah, you said this the other day. And oh, that's great. That's yeah. Awesome. And she was like, you need to buy gold and silver because they're gonna take control. I'm like... <laughs> Okay. So <laughs> um, that was that. Um, but other than that, I've just been working. Nothing much has really <laughs> happened. Typical life. I just working. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, one thing that's happened in the past week. Fred's Fred's has come out. I love the way you say it. <laughs> i feel like the way you say it sounds like fred like the name like like there's these little freds i how are you supposed to because there's a different way of saying f's and th's i don't think i do it right i say it like threads 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 i don't (laughs) i don't know how you say it but it sounds like that um I don't anyway know debate it. is it the new twitter i think it basically is twitter isn't it isn't elon like trying to sue um yes he is i do feel like like when i started using it it feels like twitter but the more i use it the more i realize how much is missing yeah there is a lot missing like you can't do hashtags even like the search feature, there's no search feature. Like you can search for a person, but you can't search for a keyword. So, like for example, Twitter. I've often used Twitter almost as a search engine. So, like yeah, if I want to like read about something, I'll just type a word in. Like if there's something on the news and I want to see all the Twitter gossip about it, I'll type a keyword like into Twitter and read about it. But on Threads, you yeah. can't search for something. And 
it feels a bit limiting. It's like yeah. the other day Instagram went down. You go on threads and you're like, well, I can't search for it. So I just went back on Twitter and I searched Instagram down and everyone was like, yeah, Instagram's down. I'm like, cool, we're all on here together. I think one thing good about threads is there's no adverts. Half of what you see on Instagram at the minute is like you'll scroll down for like five seconds, if that, and there'll either be some kind of advert or there'll be like someone else's post that you don't even follow. I think it's pretty much every three posts there's an advert. And it's even like when you're on someone's profile and you're like scrolling down yes an advert comes up and it always catches me off guard because I'm like why on earth have they posted that and I realized yeah I think that's quite new like you'll be scrolling and you're like why are they talking about that and then you're like oh yeah literally so I think it's good that it's not getting monetized for a little while yeah um but yeah I haven't really used it but I didn't really use Twitter much to like tweet I put up a thing on like the first day I think did like a couple but I think I started spamming like I was that annoying person that was just testing everything out and posting pre-posted like 50 times (laughs) yeah I know I think in total I did like three (laughs) threads of course like my personal and my business but I don't really know what to do on there I just saw people like the day after Fred's came out, they were like having meetings about Fred's strategies. I'm like, Jesus, just try and figure out the app first. I know. I feel like it's at that stage where you don't strategize it. You just use it, see what like, see what it becomes, see how people use Mm -hmm. it. And then later on the line, you can kind of see how it goes. But honestly, I feel like it's not a massive business platform right now. It's more just kind of like, a fun little hangout place yeah literally so I mean that's Fred's I've got to let my cat in the room because she's crying at the door Aww. so we can introduce her one second <laughs> Ta-da. hi anything to say no <laughs> what's if your she cat has, called? She can come back. she's called Indy Indy Hey, Indy. Well, bye, Indy. She's probably going to go and hunt down the spider that is loose somewhere in the room. That's good. Basically, I woke up this morning in such a panic because Harry was like, your worst nightmare has happened. And I was like, what? Like, this literally was what I woke up to. And I was like, what? And he was just staring around at the floor like this. And he was like, your worst nightmare has happened. And I'm like, what? Like, I thought something had like, like I thought something had like smashed or like, I don't even know. And he was just looking around and I'm like, what is it? And he was like, I put my t-shirt on it and there was a spider in it and it crawled out and crawled up my face. And I was like, okay. And he'd lost this spider. And I was like, okay, well, we'll just hope that it's somewhere else and then earlier I came into my room because I like always do my calls in here because there's no people walking past um and I like moved something and then the spider was just sitting there and I was like there's the spider and I was home alone and I was like I'm not normally the spider catcher like normally Harry puts the spiders out and I just like hide in the corner like thanks and I was like I'm home alone I've got to deal with the spider I found a cup 
And I was like ready to get it. And it was so fast. It literally ran away and I couldn't catch <laughs> it. And now it's somewhere and I don't know where. And I'm in that awkward position of it's somewhere near me and I just don't quite know where. So I'm like looking out. I hate spiders. I literally, I get so much anxiety just even like going near them. I don't like them. They I don't mind me. like little like the money spiders or oh, like but this is like one of those giant house spiders because they're not only big they're like thick <laughs> you know you get those big ones but they're so like skinny and they just don't like they're so slow and you're just like yeah whatever you can stay but this one is like a thick big spider and I'm like you need to go outside you can't stay here <laughs> oh my gosh Stress. I hate spiders. So that was my stress of the day. Okay, so I did say at the beginning that that we maybe have someone on. Maybe today. and are. <laughs> um, and that maybe means we do have someone on today. Um, <laughs> so we've got a, a lady called Holly coming on, and I don't know if you want to give like a little intro before she comes on, Georgia. Yes, so Holly is a online business manager. I actually met her when she initially came to me as a client, like for help with her socials. Um, and now she's just doing a whole range of stuff, kind of basically helping businesses to organize their whole business, basically. Um, but the amazing thing about her job is, like us, it can be completely remote. So she's helping people to run their business and all the behind the scenes bits totally kind of still with that freedom that we all want um but I will let her give her own kind of little intro as well maybe she'll describe ourselves differently to how we've done it um but yeah oh here she is <laughs> oh no here I am <laughs> sorry my hair is actually ever um Hey everyone, I am Holly. Um, I own a virtual assistant and online business management company. Um, essentially what I do is help creative businesses um, start, run and grow successful businesses. Um, we do this through sort of a number of ways, but mainly through sort of strategy, organization, managing um, pretty much all of the back end business operations. Amazing. <laughs> so are you all right if we ask some questions yeah. yeah molly's prepared questions for you i've only got like some basic questions because i wasn't really completely sure what to ask yeah it's not like an interview we'll just chat these are just like our baseline <laughs> actually i know the answer <laughs> so i was having a bit of a stalk on your instagram and i noticed that your first post was like june 2020 mm-hmm. so is that like covid lockdown time is that when you set everything up so funnily enough i actually set up the business the year before covid Um, and then it was just by chance really that covid sort of came in and it gave me a chance to have a break from my job i was doing at the time to actually put like everything into this business to see if i could actually sort of kick it off um so i think it was like the september before covid um then covid came in and then obviously, because we were at home, I just had loads of time to put into sort of research. I did some courses. Um, I actually got my first client the summer of COVID. And then it just sort of went from there. But yeah, I think Instagram, it took me a while to sort of get it there and get it going. Yeah. To post stuff. 
yeah no Instagram does take a bit of a while so mm. you said that you worked in your job before and obviously kind mm-hmm. of gave you time to like kind of focus on this what were you doing before um I was a personal trainer in a gym actually so like in his little boutique gym and I really enjoyed it and it sort of just happened that I I started doing a PA job on the side of it as well just because my PT hours were quite um unsociable I'm gonna say I was doing a lot of mornings a lot of evenings not a lot during the day so I started doing a PA role for someone um really enjoyed that and I think that just got my interest more than my PT job did in the end um at the time I wanted to sort of travel with my job I wanted something on a laptop as we all do so that I could just work remotely so I started looking into like um jobs that I could do so virtual assistants cropped up and when I was thinking about what I could actually do in terms of my skills it seemed to just fit really well um and it was almost like a PA role but just for loads of different industries loads of different people so I think that kind of pulled me into it um I carried on PTM for a while I was doing both jobs for quite a long time until my VA company sort of built up so that I couldn't physically do both anymore and I had to make a decision but um yeah I'm pleased that I chose this to be honest and my PT was great I did it for about five years but I don't think I could have progressed with it any further than I had okay um so how did you get your first client then like did you get it through your PA job like with that person that you work for or did you find someone online no do you know it wasn't through the original person uh my first client was actually a family friend um he's actually still my client now he is a plumber which is obviously a completely different industry to anything that I worked in before um but I've had him right since the beginning he was my next door neighbor when I lived in sort of my old house um and he got in touch and he just needed sort of some general admin help so he was growing his plumbing business he needed diary help email management all the sort of general things that VAs do and yeah I still got him now and we've got a really good relationship because we were quite close anyway um it just kind of made it closer now that we literally talk to each other every day I feel like it's such a confidence boost as well like having a client from the very start because it kind of like gives you that reassurance that you're doing a good job like when you've kept someone for that long yeah it does because I think in the beginning as well it always takes a little while to get your first client and Mm. you just think like who is it going to be or like how am I going to get them so actually it made me feel so at ease that it was just like someone I knew and like Mm. maybe if I made a little mistake or something like I knew he wouldn't be annoyed so it was kind of like a bit of a learning thing for both of us he had to kind of get used to having the help and I was getting used to how I could like come in and like help him as efficiently as possible yeah Yeah, like your first client is almost like your test subject like you have to test everything out and exactly and then you know what works and what doesn't work and then you know what to do going forward but it's like that with everything and I think you've got to like trial it and just see what happens yeah Yeah, it's weird because you have to kind of be confident and make out that you really know what you're doing but at the same time you're also like I don't know you're my first one so I look back and cringe at the stuff that I used to say when I was like acting as if I knew what I was talking about and like I'm like what am I actually talking about makes no sense yeah I do feel like that and I think obviously if you've gone back on my Instagram I do feel like my first ever posts were just like I don't I don't even know I don't even know what I was saying I read it back and I think did I actually even think that did I write that is that what I wanted people to think about me it was like these bright pink posts with like 
all this stuff and all these pictures that I just got from other places which weren't even my own and I look back and think well at least I started somewhere but now mm-hmm. when I put something out as Georgia knows like once a month probably if that at least I know that I've actually like thought about it and it's something I actually want to say or something that I actually believe in and I think it does make a difference and that just actually it coming from you and yeah I'm the same like when I look back at my old posts mine were like orange and brown and I was like what was I doing like how did I look at that and think that looked good because now I have such like a like aesthetic that I'm in love with I'm like why was I doing that and thinking yeah that's good I'll post that I think it's changing with the times and the Instagram I think it used to be just like yeah really casual and now it's like an actual like strategy to like getting clients and stuff but I only feel like it's been like that like obviously since I started but maybe like the last few years especially unless it has been and I've just not really realized I don't know yeah I don't know because obviously before you have a business and try and market on Instagram you only ever really use it in a personal way so you just don't see that other side of it and then using it like for personal use is so different to trying to market yourself and they're trying to like combine the two and still be like personal without being that like annoying salesy person (laughs) I do feel like sometimes I write on my personal Instagram like I'm on my work one and I'm like oops no I need to (laughs) back to like (laughs) how I am normally um but I just got this thread so have you got it yeah we were talking about talking about Uh, threads yeah and uh I'm like what do I do do I be like professional or do I just be like oh I've just had a slice of pizza like I don't really know how to or maybe it's just a mix of the two I don't really know I'm just from what I've seen everyone is being so casual and I'm like where's the line because people would just be like crazy on that I'm like oh my god it's quite nice though I feel like you're really getting to see like people's I don't want to say true colors I don't mean it in a bad way but like real personality Yeah. yeah 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 no definitely but it's it's quite intense isn't it like I feel like I go on and I'm like whoa like everyone's writing like loads of things over and over and it's like yeah I feel like I never I'm gonna catch up with it and I hate that yeah. feeling where you're just like constantly like trying to get back to the beginning I think because it's so easy to post on there you can write something in a few seconds and it's out whereas with Instagram because people are spending like sometimes an hour on a post there's less content Mm. like unless you're following thousands of people you could probably scroll through your feed and you could catch up and Mm. kind of consume most of the stuff on there whereas with threads there's like so much we're never gonna see everything on there exactly exactly and I don't I don't know I kind of like that in a way but I just feel like am I going to use it or is it just something else that I'm adding to my long list of stuff which yeah I want to post on and I don't luckily I don't really feel the pressure with it I feel like it's very casual mm. and it kind of seems like a more fun place I don't feel that pressure like I always do with Instagram like that need to show up yeah yeah, yeah. I'm making it look like perfect which is yeah a downfall of mine <laughs> anything unless I'm like happy with it now which is like really irritating because sometimes then I just don't end up posting anything for ages thing is like the ones where you take loads of time to post it and like to make the graphics or like the real whatever like sometimes they aren't even the ones that do well it'll be like the ones that you make and it's your like two seconds and they'll like blow up and it's like why do I even bother I know honestly that is the story of my life 
have you I think I might have messaged you George actually when this happened like I did a video and I put like all the words on blah blah blah, blah to ages yeah I loved it though <laughs> I just clicked like back or something and it just all went and I was just like oh my god that took me literally like two hours to get all the words to pop up at different times and um, I remember I was in a gym and I was just fuming <laughs> my partner came up was like you all right I was like no I like I want to go home I was like so annoyed <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, should I even bother doing it again? And I did. And it just took the same amount of time. And then it literally got like 12 likes. And you know, and you just think. It's always the ones that you're like, this is amazing. This is revolutionary. They don't do well. And then I put this on my story yesterday. I made a post literally in like 60 seconds. I was on the bike at the gym and I was like, I'll make that. And I posted it and everyone was sharing it. And I was like. Yeah, I saw that one. Is it where you said about posting a friend's post? Yeah, like it like it costs nothing to support your friend's business like you can just share and like stuff yeah. and every time I say anything along those lines it always does well so I think if you know what content does well for your audience you can do this like really quick post and they'll just do well if you know what people are going to respond to mm. especially if like the majority of your followers are like small business owners everyone feels that same way so everyone's yeah. obviously sharing they're just like yeah that's me I speak to so many people especially like online people I've not even met but they're just like really lovely like over messages and I think "Mm, yeah I'd like to recommend you to people because if you like that you'll probably like it with your clients as well but yeah it's nice to have that sort of like online resource for everyone because there's no there's no physical thing like that unless you create it no well that's how we met isn't it Georgia still not met you in real life (laughs) <laughs> I know there's so many people that, like, around the country and I'm like we need to meet somewhere we just need to like one massive meet up where like everyone yeah. comes together exactly exactly do you know what even my clients like you're probably the same like one of my clients I've not met and I've had them for nearly four years now and we were always like right we have to do a meet up like we have to and we always say it and it gets to Christmas we're like oh we'll do a Christmas meet up and then we're just so busy we just mm. take the time and uh I'm beginning to think that we're just never going to meet up now. Like our whole lives, like we'll just work behind the screen all the time. <laughs> but one of my teams I actually did meet up with last week, I went to London. And I think you think you're going to like meet them and they're going to be like completely different to like a Zoom call and like it's just exactly the same. Like they just look really exactly weird, the same. It's like you've met them before anyway. Yeah. You're like, I know you just yeah. <laughs> in the screen. <laughs> it is weird. It is. I just feel like people always think I'm taller than what I am when I'm on camera. I think I feel like I think you're tall are you not tall yeah I am tall (laughs) oh you are tall yeah but I think people think I'm like normal or like short (laughs) I'm like nearly five foot eleven oh my god you are quite tall tall. I'd be like looking up at you then because I'm not only just five foot five (laughs) (laughs) yeah you would (laughs) yeah see I Oh, I don't know what height I thought you were. I think you were just average, which is about five foot five in that. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think it's like the most average height you can be. It is. Are you a foot size five as well? No, I'm like a six and a half. Um, um, if you were a five, that would have been very average, like all over. <laughs> this is. I feel like this is a really awkward question. So you got your first client because he was like family friends. So how mm. did you then grow your company to get more clients? Because I found with me personally, quite a lot of what I do was word of mouth. Was that the same for you or did you get quite a lot through marketing? Um, Pretty much everyone has been through word of mouth, which is funny because obviously you spend so much time marketing yourself and putting yourself out there on Instagram. And like my website took me ages to make, but 
yeah, it is pretty much word of mouth. So, um, so my first plumber, for example, introduced me to another plumber. Um, and then people online have recommended me. Um, I'm just trying to think of other people that I've got. Do you know what? He has literally all been word of mouth. But in a way, I kind of like that because it shows that obviously you're doing a good job and that these people want to recommend you rather than maybe see an Instagram post and want to go with me through that. Because the whole point of my job is that it's really personal as well. And like I want people to work with me because they like me as a person. So being recommended shows that obviously you're on the right vibe. People like that vibe and they want to like work with you, which is really nice. Um I would obviously love to get clients through like my Instagram and things like that a bit more, but I don't always know if that's where my sort of not ideal client, but I don't know if that's where I will attract the kind of clients that want to work with me or not. Um, so I kind of just keep it there to kind of tick over so that people know that I'm active and that the business is running, but it's not my main marketing sort of tool. Yeah. Um, I go to a lot of networking events and I tend to just, um, I talk to my clients a lot and I let them know like if I've got capacity if they want any more if they know anyone else um if I go on like workshops you just get chatting there I do a lot of hot desking so I chat to people there so yeah it's a lot of like chatting but I'm a chatty person so I feel like it kind of works yeah that's good I feel like word of mouth it does make you feel kind of good and just knowing that you're doing the right thing for this person for them to recommend you and that they just think of you when someone brings up the fact that they're thinking of getting something. So yeah. I think that's really nice. Yeah, it is good. And even um, like people in my gym, like they recommend me to people, like people not even like in the business world, they just, <laughs> what I do and they're in the gym and I'm like, oh, by the way, I recommended you to so-and-so today. And I'm like, oh, amazing. Like, I think that's why it's so important to tell people that seem really random like kind of like in your friend groups and like family mm. stuff what you yeah. actually do because half the time they don't know they're just like oh she does something and when you actually tell them then they sometimes start being like yeah. oh actually like I know someone and then it kind of goes from there but I just think referrals are kind of the best way to get new clients because like instead of you selling yourself it's like someone has sold you to someone else so they've literally like bigged you up enough that someone wants to come to you which is always good it is it's a real good like feel good feeling actually I forgot as well my dad is probably like top one recommender like whenever he talks to anyone he's like by the way Holly does online business management and then <laughs> like, oh what does that mean and he's like um <laughs> she like manages stuff <laughs> know how to like follow it on but he's got loads of business cards of mine and he'll literally so he's like a tradesman himself so if he does a job for someone and they like talk he literally like sells me and then gives him a business card and that is like really good like I've had oh I've had quite a few emails from people from him doing that and I oh I met your dad I'm like thanks dad my dad's done that he's like recommended me to people and then he's like where's my commission and I'm like (laughs) no no this is out of love (laughs) Like you were just chatting anyway. You just <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so if there is someone listening right now who wants to get into what you're doing, what would you what what would be a bit of advice that you'll give them about how to kind of get started? Really Everyone's hard. at such different points, aren't they? So yeah. what if um maybe someone had absolutely no experience but they kind of maybe they're in a full-time job or like a part-time job and they want to kind of 
get into something that has a bit more freedom like you said you can work from your laptop maybe mm. if they had no experience but wanted to kind of start out as like a virtual assistant what would you kind of say to someone who's like completely starting from zero okay so say someone was in a full-time job I'd probably say don't give up your full-time job to start doing this because obviously as you know it's hard picking up clients so you don't want to just stack it off completely so maybe on the side of your full-time job I would start having a look online start looking at some resources start looking at like a general task list of what VAs do it's quite generic um you can learn the basics and then you can basically niche off into um I don't know if you want to be like a tech VA you can start looking down the roots of like Dubsado things like that so start off with the baseline Find out what you're actually interested in. If you like tech, cool. You can go down that route. If you hate tech, no worries. You can go down, I don't know, um, the email marketing route if you prefer sort of doing that side of things. Um, and then if you get a client, cool. If you start building up clients, maybe you can bring your full-time job down to part-time. I know a lot of VAs that have like sort of waited until they've got to that point and then got rid of their full-time job, started doing this full-time um, also with virtual assistant you can manage your own time so it's not like you need to be around all day every day so you can happily do like two jobs at once as well if you wanted to in the beginning um, the VA role is it's not easy because there's a lot to learn but I think you just want to make sure that you put in the time and effort into your clients businesses like because at the end of the day they're employing you to treat their business like it's their own as well um, so you have to like have your heart and soul into it as well. You can't just sort of be doing it half-heartedly. That's probably a top tip that I'd say. Um, but then that's why it helps when you get clients that are like lovely and you love working with them. Yeah. Because then and you do treat it like your own. Um, if you don't vibe with the client, it's just it doesn't work both ways. And then there's just a bit of sort of friction. And I think you both kind of know that it's just not going in the right direction. Um, but yeah, I think that is how I sort of would start off and just have a real good look online maybe just look at some other virtual assistants see what they did or see what they're up to um you could even start off doing a bit of associate at work at first so if you didn't know how to get your own clients you could speak to like a VA company and see if they've got any work that you could give to them so they could learn but also they haven't got that um that sort of security feeling of having to get clients in and things like that like that's pretty much taken care of for you yeah um, so that's quite a good way to do it as well. I feel like there's a lot of people that are going to be interested in how to start being a virtual assistant because there's mm -hmm. definitely a kind of, I don't want to say a trend, but it's definitely become a kind of like buzzword, especially on stuff like TikTok. And you've got a lot of people who are coming in with no experience and they're mm -hmm. seeing these people doing really well at it. And they're like, I want to do that. And it's finding the way to do it properly and not just like jumping on another like, trend or side hustle and actually deciding if you actually want that to be your job and actually taking it seriously and not going into it half-hearted like you said yeah yeah and I think a lot of people maybe think it's like easy and they get to like travel and this and that but obviously at times like it is pressurizing and it can be a little bit stressful and you need to just make sure that you're like prepared for that as well um and obviously like I've been doing this for quite a few years now so I I'm quite experienced in a few different areas and like you won't all have that experience straight away. It kind of comes with the clients that you get and the experience that you get with the clients. Like we said with my first client, like I learned loads from him, but then my next client, I learned loads from them and it kind of just escalates. You have all 
everyone uses all these different systems, all these different bits of software. So before long, you're like, your tech stack that you're like experienced with just grows and grows. Um, so it is just time as well. And you, you can't just set up a business and expect customers just to come in straight away. It's like, you have to build it up, build up this like loyalty, um, so that people just want to work with you. And I guess that's why Instagram comes in quite well. Cause you can show people that you've got these, like, you know what you're talking about and you've got these clients that, um, work with you and like, they're really happy. That's all you can ask for really. Um, so obviously you have helped to kind of like manage and run like all different types of business but I was wondering if there's any one thing which you would kind of recommend that you think every single business needs like no matter what like is there one thing that you've noticed that can seriously help a business and that maybe it could kind of suffer without like if you could recommend one thing do you have something that you think is like a key (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you probably know this as well, Georgia. A, a project management tool, right? It's mm-hmm. not just a project management tool. You can do so much with it. So like the two that I recommend are Notion and ClickUp. Mm-hmm. If you own a small business, you need to have a central hub where you can keep not only just your tasks, but if you've got a team, your team's tasks, your projects, your project, like statuses, where you're at with everything. But also like documentation, um, where you can keep documents handy, files, links to everything. Um, It's quite hard to run a business when you don't have things like that. And I've come into a lot of businesses where it's um, maybe a CEO and a sort of a team and they just have no way to communicate with each other and there's no way to delegate like who does what. It's all over WhatsApp or it's all scribbled down on a sheet of paper. Um, And I'm starting with a client actually in a couple of weeks time and they're also a trade company. And their days, jobs, etc., are just like scribbled on an A4 piece of paper. And when it changes, it's just like scribbled out and like something else is written. And before long, the piece of paper is literally just like straggled where it's like just been scribbled out so much. So I said to them about introducing ClickUp and they're really excited um, because it's just going to be so much easier and they'll actually be able to just, everyone will be able to see everything. So they're not all fighting over this one piece of paper to see who what jobs like being worked on at the time. Um, and also it just keeps everything nice and tidy. Your operations will just run so much more efficiently that you'll just feel like you've got your ship together a bit more and that you can, obviously, if you want to grow and scale, that's what you're going to need because you can't just run off post-it notes and bits of paper flying around everywhere. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably the one thing I would say every business needs. I would agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, people tend to do it it's, it's better to have a project management tool sooner rather than later, even if you're not using it religiously or even if you're not using it to its full extent, just get one, start using it, even if it's just quite minimal. Um, and then if you're not sure how to use it, you can just hire someone who's a bit of an expert and they can come in and they can just teach you how to use it or they can even set it up for you, like depending on what you want your business to run like. So the last question I've got, kind of similar to the one that I asked a minute ago, um so if you were to start again what would you do differently this time around wow is it it's a really deep question (laughs) oh that's really hard okay so I would if I was going to start again from the beginning I think I would maybe understand who my ideal client was sooner 
than what I did last time. I think last time I started the business and I just, I didn't, I didn't know about knowing who to attract and knowing who you wanted to work with. It was kind of all a bit fresh. It was like, I want to work with everyone in every industry, no matter what anyone's like, even if they're horrible, I want to work with them. And it took me, I think, a good year being in the online world and chatting to loads of people before I understood, okay, like you want to work with like people that are like you and that you like working with. And um, obviously you call it your dream client or whatever, but it's like people that have just got genuinely like the same values as you, they appreciate you, things like that. And yeah, I think I did maybe a good year of some clients coming and going and me being a bit... um, disappointed that they left or that we just didn't get on but now I look back and I think okay we just weren't a good fit they just needed someone that was x y and z and I wasn't x y and z so that's why it didn't sort of um, work out so I think it's just maybe sitting down to begin with so obviously again this is like for new people that want to get into this sitting down and just really thinking about the type of people that you want to work with um maybe set up an Instagram and have a look at the online community and try and figure out what different sectors there are and if you're interested in that if the kind of people that work in those industries are nice and if you feel like you could get on with them and you could get on with the type of industry work that they would give you to do um and then branch out from there that's probably yeah I think that's what I would do if I was starting again and maybe like we like not have my pink branding that I had before (laughs) at the time it was nice but now I look back and I think oh no I really didn't like it now I feel like it's such a tough question because the things that you look back and you say you would do differently, you only ever learnt that mm. because you did, like, not things wrong, but you did things that taught you that mm. you wanted to do it differently. Yeah. Everything's like a lesson, like everything that I do. I just think, yeah. like, even now sometimes I work with clients and, like, again, it's I don't know if we're on the same vibe, but then sometimes they're not on the same vibe and it and you just mutually come to this decision where you're like okay it's, it's that's fine like there's no there's no sort of ammunition between it it's just like we just don't work well together so um yeah I think it takes a while for you to realize that and to sort of realize that the work that you're going to put out is only going to be as good as the relationship that you've got with the client and the business it's deep deep, that is deep. <laughs> I thought about it like that before I do just think of everything as a lesson I never think like oh that went wrong I always just think okay noted Hmm. we'll change that in future yeah Yeah. definitely like literally if anything doesn't work out it doesn't work out for a reason and Mm -hmm. I feel like I've said this before rejection is redirection oh love that yeah it's true because otherwise you can just get really caught up in it and you can think like what did I do wrong or why didn't it work out or what did I do but the moral of the story is you probably didn't do anything it just mutually Mm. ended um and if it mutually ends you're doing the right thing for both businesses as well yeah but yeah I like that that's a good I've just had a like random little idea that maybe we could get like every guest to share like a quote like if you have a quote that you live by or that you find really helps you oh well I could have done with a bit of warning Georgia let me finish (laughs) (laughs) it literally came into my head just now um I'm trying to think what my you know what it's not a saying but I've heard this three times said to me in the last a week and um 
it someone said to me right the only thing that you need to remember in life is don't be a dick and, <laughs> and honestly three people have said that to me and they're not saying it to me but like we're having conversations and they've said it and I feel like that must be a saying that I have to go by because recently like something has happened in the work world and I think that saying has come up quite a lot and um yeah I just think yeah don't be a dick I think that's gonna be mine I mean is this a light on a podcast I don't know but <laughs> well um yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> because it's true isn't it like just just be a nice person just be a nice human um I do feel like sometimes service providers are sometimes by clients that like put down a peg or two because you maybe feel like you're beneath the CEO when essentially you're working alongside them you're working with them and um yeah and really you should just be treated nicely and that you're part of the team yeah I think that's good words to live by as well not just work yeah. I mean don't get a tattoo on you but there we go yeah <laughs> <laughs> It probably is someone that's got it tattooed. Yeah, yeah, I can. will be. Oh, gosh. Some people have crazy tattoos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank you for coming on, honey. And thank you for answering all our questions. No worries. Thanks for having me, girls. That's yes, right. thank you for your time. So, yeah, that was Holly. She's very lovely. Um, <laughs> so and... Very lovely. <laughs> that wasn't sarcastic. That wasn't sarcastic at all. I thought she was very lovely. It was my first time meeting Holly. Obviously, you know Holly. Yeah. Um, but I thought she was really sweet. Um, but now me and Georgia are like, oh, we want to do more quotes. <laughs> and then I was Well, like, I just had this like light bulb moment that like everyone could share a quote because oh, it sounds really stupid. I think there's so many quotes in the world. <laughs> that sounds really dumb. <laughs> love a quote I thought no I'm not being funny but I feel like quotes can like affect you I decided yesterday yeah on a conscious effort of making a notes thing on my phone of like quotes that I like <laughs> but there's this one that I think about every single day and it's not a quote it's like a whole book extract so my psychic reading she told me to read this book and I just felt like I had to buy the book because a psychic told me to buy the book so yeah. I bought this book, I'm reading it. And it's called The Secret. And it's like I have this book. Do you? I, well, I get it. it it's like The Secret of Life. And there's this one part, and I was like, oh my God. Like it made me like all of a sudden see everything in a different way. It was literally like, I won't say the exact way that it's put it, but so you've got a TV. Like if you're watching TV you're and you're like on a channel, you don't like what you're watching you just change the channel mm. yeah we'll be on the same wavelength <laughs> so you should see the tv well the tv is your life mm-hmm. like if you don't like what's happening in your life like you say it's your life pictures on the tv like on the channel if you don't like what you see in your life just change the channel but audio listeners, i just did a mind blown mic drop (laughs) mic drop and that's like a really obvious thing but the fact that they said it like that and obviously they said it in a way more fancy way which made me think like what does that mean for like a minute um but I think it's so good that's such a good way of putting life and if it's like work related if you don't like how your work's going for whatever reason if you're working too much Change the channel, babe. Change the channel. Work less. Right. <laughs> Change the channel, babe. <laughs> babe.
that's that was just an example but have you thought of what your quote is yeah I thought I'll give you you some time I was gonna little... say do you know that there's a secret film yes it says it like right at the beginning of the book and I'm gonna yeah. watch it after I've read it I think it's on Netflix I don't know if it's still on there but it's got loads of like famous people and that's really good yeah it looked like it was good that and she was saying at the beginning of the book like they didn't organize anything they just trusted the process that they'll get all these people on and they did love it I need to rewatch that and like reread it because I feel like I've kind of forgotten everything and I need to like re-drill it into my brain for anyone who doesn't know it's basically a book about life seeing life in a different way kind of like manifesting how your thoughts can become reality through the secret so if you're into that stuff and you haven't heard of it, then you can buy it on Amazon. I've got it somewhere. Hold on. Let me find it. I've got two. I've got The Secret and The Magic. Oh, are they the same thing? Or... No. I've not read The Magic. I, I think probably The Magic. I feel like not... there's another one. I don't know if this is the second one or if I've got the total wrong order. I didn't know there was know. a second one, to be honest. Anyway, there's The Magic. Just throw that on the floor. And then, this is a secret. secret. If anyone's watching, I'm holding this book up. If you're listening, you just yeah. don't get to see it. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch it on YouTube. Um, I feel like when you look at it, it doesn't look like the most intriguing book in the world. You know what I've done? I've taken the cover off so it looks more mysterious. How does it look without the cover? But it kind of looks like a Bible it's now. It's red. Same goes for the Netflix film. When you look at it, you're like, what the hell is this? You don't want to watch it. Like, it looks so old and grainy and it's not, it's not done in like a typical Netflix-y nice way. Like, it's not been like presented very well, but you kind of have to get past it and watch it and then what you'll get out of it, it's like worth it. But, yeah. I mean, I was going to read the blurb off the back but I feel like it just doesn't yeah no I read the blurb and I was like that sounds boring it says as you learn the secret you will come to know how you can have be or do anything you want you'll come to know who you really are you'll come to know the true magnificence that awaits you in life okay it doesn't sound as boring as what I remember that was like a good extract I didn't read the whole thing yeah (laughs) Have you thought um, your quote yet? Yes, my quote is, I don't know if I've got this right. Hold on, let me just... I think it's something along the lines of worrying about tomorrow robs the peace from today. That's or a nice some, quote. Something like that. So maybe basic... we should say our quotes in a really inspirational way just for the, the content on Instagram and just put, like, a really inspirational sound behind them so people yeah. can use our voices for their real... Let me Google voice. it. I want to check that I've actually got it right. Okay. The official quote is, <laughs> worry about tomorrow steals the joy from today. So, basically... Oh, my God, I've just thought of another quote as well, but I'll get on to that one. Do it next week. Quotes. Basically, like, you could spend every day worrying about the next day and then you're just going to spend your whole life worrying. Yeah, I love that. Because, like, you could worry about something that's going to happen tomorrow, 
that might not even happen and then you've basically ruined your whole day-to-day worrying about it happening when it might not even happen Mm. and if you Uh, take that quote and read the secret the more negative thoughts that you have the more likely the negative thoughts are going to come true so just don't have negative thoughts which is a lot easier said than done um especially when all you do is just think of worst case scenario just so you don't get hurt especially when you have anxiety another thing I learned actually is that you shouldn't think of what you don't want to happen you should flip it to what you do want to happen yeah so So, for example say you're scared of losing a client you shouldn't be like okay I don't want my client to leave me I don't want my client to leave me you should you shouldn't like have anything that's like don't or not you should be like all my clients are going to stay with me but you should always say the positive don't don't ever like focus on a negative and say you don't want it to happen because like I think it says something in the book about your brain doesn't understand a negative it only understands the situation so if you're saying I don't want my client to leave me all your brain hears is like the client leaving the client leaving the client leaving it doesn't know that you're thinking you don't want it to happen it's just thinking about it and that's kind of what you attract and I I know a lot of people think it sounds so like made up and like silly but the things that you tell yourself it will change the way you act in life even if you don't realize it and that's how it can manifest in like all these different ways mm. do you know Background what knowledge. I tried <laughs> I tried testing that earlier so I was like in a rush to get my car get to my car to this place to get fixed and every single light was going red. I was like, you know what, I've had enough. These <laughs> next lights that are coming are not going red. I'm, I'm like, all the lights are green. They're all green. When I get there, they turn green. They turn green. They turn green. They did turn green. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever see me driving along, that's all I'm thinking. <laughs> Just thinking about green lights. It's really difficult because I have this fear of animals jumping out in the road you probably do too after your deer accident but I really struggle to not think about it like when I'm driving I'm like I don't want a deer to jump out I don't want a deer to jump out and I have to try and reframe it to just be like the road is clear (laughs) nothing in the road you know what speaking about that because that book has taught me so you know how I was just talking about thinking about the negative and it coming true that whole day and the day before because it, it's a fairly long drive and I was just giving my mum a lift basically and I just had a bad feeling I was like I just feel like something's gonna happen something bad's gonna happen mm. and it did and then it does and, and you're like I was yeah, on my yeah. own didn't know where I was in the dark I had all this stuff on my windscreen which I thought was blood spoiler alert it wasn't blood but you can probably guess what else it could be but imagine me hysterically crying thinking I've got blood all over my windscreen that I just killed something and it it wasn't it wasn't I I hit the back end of the deer so you can kind of there you go more understanding if you didn't quite get it before so I look back and I laugh now and I mean hopefully the deer's fine but yeah, it's quite funny. I just started crying hysterically because I thought there was blood all over my windscreen. But there wasn't. Traumatic. It, it was a very traumatising time. <laughs> very traumatising time. 
that's another thing my psychic picked up on that I had a car accident but you're traumatized <laughs> yeah and I'm traumatized from it but she was like but you're fine and I was like yeah I'm fine on now right I've got another quote so bit of I'll give a bit of a like introduction to the quote <laughs> I feel like so many people have this idea in their heads that they're like oh I'll work hard really like work really hard all the time and then eventually suddenly hit this point where they're living their life and it's all luxury and like all the hard work pays off mm-hmm. but this quote says it sounds really basic but how you live your life or no how I think it's how you spend your day is how you live your life I'm just trying to understand what that means. Process it. <laughs> how you spend your day is how you live your life. Because, I mean, I, I suppose I get it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, when you're old, you'll look back at your life and then, like, let's say it was, like, 10 years, you just worked constantly. You didn't do anything. You're gonna. That is a long time, 10 years of just like I think we could get, like, I know I certainly do. You kind of feel like, this is just a period of your life, but then there'll be a, a point where you actually live it and you go off and do all the things that you're working for. But, like, say you died tomorrow, how you lived your life is everything that you're doing every day. So if every day you're waking up, you're working the whole day and then you're going to sleep, that is how you've lived your life. Yeah. That's all you've done. And I think, I don't know... It just hit me. It was just one of those ones I was like, wow, deep. (laughs) I just find quotes really stick with me, but I think for some people, they definitely don't. Some people will listen and they'll be like, yeah, cool. Because I said to um, Harry, my boyfriend, I think he was like stressed about something yesterday. And I told him the quote. I was like, worrying about tomorrow ruins the peace of today. And I was like, because it really helped me. And I was like, did it help? Did it help? And he was like, no. (laughs) no I'm still stressed and I was like well it really helps me I think it affects guys differently guys don't deep stuff like that <laughs> I like there was a quote I saw yesterday I thought I'll get on my little quotes list I've started sometimes you don't get what you want because you deserve better I wonder that links into another one that kind of links into like what I said about oh it kind of is like your um rejection is redirection one it's kind of like you didn't get it because something better was coming I I think there's a lot of quotes like that actually that are like it didn't work out because something better is coming or kind of like it kind of links into the whole everything happens for a reason I always believe everything happens for a reason but some people don't believe that and that's fine I think some people find it a bit brutal yeah because something really bad can happen and I'm like Everything happens for a reason. So I think we can kind of wrap up today's episode. Um, And we'll see you again, well, same time next week. Every Monday. I think we've established Mondays are our day now. Mondays are our days. Um, We're We're committed. We're committed to Mondays now. Committed to Mondays. The goal is to get them out Monday mornings, but... We're slow. Give me some time, guys. Give me some time. Give me some time to adjust to that. But yeah. I hope you guys have a lovely week and I'll see you next week. Bye. Adios. <laughs>